Welcome to Let Go Lean In, a podcast of resources for your journey of transformation. What kind of transformation? The wholehearted kind, personal, professional, and spiritual. Each week, you'll hear different transforming practices to help you on your journey of becoming more fully you. We'll hear from others about their own journeys, learning to let go of habits and patterns that no longer serve them, and how they're practicing leaning forward to the wise woman God has designed. I'll occasionally include a book recommendation because, well, that's part of how I'm wired. I love ideas and encouraging others to learn and grow. Thanks for being here. Well, hello, my dear listener. Thanks for being here for episode 138 of Let Go Lean In podcast. We've been doing a series this fall, as you may well know, on the values of leadership. And there have been so many values as I've had conversations with other leaders and the time to read up and do my own research on the individual values that the values have challenged me. And this particular episode, I'm going to get a little more reflective and personal because I've been musing on the subtleties of the leadership value of influence. And so I, I just want to invite you to relax and let these stories kind of wash over you. And then I have some uh, things to consider at the end for you to reflect on. And I want to be quite honest, I shared the script to this podcast on my Substack account, which is learning along the way. And I will share the link to my Substack at the at the end of the show notes so that if you're interested, you can go and read over there. But I have thought a lot about influence this entire season because I knew I was going to be the one talking about this by myself. So I've been thinking about it for a while. And ideas simmer. At least they don't boil over on the regular for me. Sometimes I'm overcome with enthusiasm about an idea, but that hasn't been the case for this at least not right now. I've been pondering the leadership value of influence and it's been slow and meditative and full of reflective thoughts. What's bubbled up from the recesses of my long-term memory has surprised me, interestingly enough, and I have three insights I want to unpack with three stories to share. The first insight is that a comforting presence is a subtle influence. Two, a well-spoken word or words is a subtle influence. And third, an honest, transparent confession is a subtle influence. 
Long ago, in a lifetime far, far away, I was an elementary school teacher. I loved being a public school teacher. All my creative ideas and enthusiasm for learning had a place to live and breathe and grow. One particular afternoon came to mind this week as I meditated on the leadership value of influence. Sitting at my desk after school, one of my happy-go-lucky students, a nine-year-old girl I'll call Candy, stayed after to help me get the classroom ready for the next day. Candy sharpened pencils, refilled paper baskets, and put up the chairs forgotten by other students. She chatted about the day and was her cheerful self. While she moved about the classroom, I reviewed the math quizzes. Then, in a moment, it was silent. I looked up to see her standing nearby with tears streaming down her freckled cheeks. I turned in my chair to face her fully, and she read that open gesture as an invitation to find comfort. Candy sat in my lap and hugged my neck, sobbing. I was stunned. Oh, dear girl, what is wrong? Through sobs that were punctuated by hiccups, she told me of her fear in going home. What she shared was heartbreaking. I just hugged her, gently rocking side to side. As I look back on that moment, I realize I exercised influence through a comforting presence. Now, mind you, later I exercised my legal mandated influence on her behalf. But that's a story for another time. A comforting presence is a subtle influence. Another memory bubbled up in my musings on influence. Sitting three rows up from the speaker, I was stunned by the question that she posed. What kind of old woman are you growing? At that time, I was in the last year of my 30s, and, well, we all know that 40 is old. She looked in my direction and asked the pointed question again. What kind of old woman are you growing? I honestly do not remember anything else she said that day. Her one question was enough for me to consider. What she doesn't know is the subtle influence of her well-spoken words. A course adjustment, a guiding, centering question that has influenced choices I have made in my work, life, and faith since then. There were older women in my life for me to consider as models. For my own choices going forward, some who lived safe and predictable lives, whose choices led to comfort and stability. There were some who were angry and bitter about what could have been or should have been from their perspective. And there were others who were so busy they didn't make time for deeper friendships. Their work kept them too full. I had lots of examples. What I realized was the answer to the question was not out there to be copied. It was in me to be lived out. What kind of old woman are you growing? 
I've been pondering how to prepare this podcast episode for days. And on my morning walk today, I decided I was going to capture my thoughts as I went along. And so I used my audio memo app as I walked our dog, Harry, and it was a little windy. And during that walk, this idea came to me. An honest, transparent confession can be a subtle form of influence. Deep breath. I have not been transparent about how I'm living and leading right now. I don't want you or anyone else to think something about me that isn't true. I'm not currently leading a team of highly successful people. I'm not leading a team of any people. Although I've studied organizational leadership, and I have a lot of knowledge about how to change culture and how to influence groups of people, the truth is I work by myself, not with a team. I'm a solopreneur, and I have been for 12 years. And it turns out I don't like working alone. I want and need people to speak into my life and for me to be able to encourage as I am given the privilege to listen to them. Now, don't worry, I'm not looking for attention here. I'm, or at least not today am I looking for a new job, but saying what is true is a form of confession. And I want you to know this truth about me. Ten years ago, when my life was changed by a move within the state, I needed to find new community in which I could be an active part. As a Christ follower, you might think any old church would do. I'm not looking for a quick connection on Sunday morning. I have been searching for authentic, sacred companions in community. I'm learning that this is rarefied air. I've had glimmers of sacred community as I've worked within different organizations or have been involved in different churches. Turns out that moving around makes it challenging to develop deep relationships and harder to maintain them. I've found lovely souls to connect with in all of these places, but I still long for sacred companions to walk through life with. Do you? For close to 20 years, I've been reminding myself of the miracle that's attached to the simple act of a child. A young boy came up to a stranger and offered his small lunch to help feed others. I imagine the loaves of bread were baked by his mother, and perhaps the fish were caught that morning by his father. Or maybe the boy helped catch the fish. In any case, in an act of honesty, the boy offered what he had. Andrew brought him to Jesus. And Jesus? Well, he took that simple offering and multiplied it to feed thousands, as the story goes. I wonder if influences like this, can a simple, subtle offering of comfort or well-spoken words or an honest confession be used by God in another's life?
here are some things to consider. Like the boy offering his lunch to help, what do you have in your hand that when brought to God can be used to help another? As you reflect on influence in your own life, when have you experienced an act of comfort or well-spoken words or the freedom of an honest confession? Lots of things to reflect on as the year comes to an end. And speaking of coming to an end, I'm going to take a break for the rest of the month of December and the first week of January. And I will come back to podcast on the, oh, what would it be? The, the 9th, I believe it is of January. Between now and then, I hope that you will take time to be present to your people and to reflect on some of the things that I've posed for you to consider in the recent episodes. And we'll meet up again in 2024. I'm going to use this time to influence the people that I'm present with. I hope you'll do the same. Thanks for listening to this episode of Let Go Lean In podcast. I so appreciate you taking the time to listen and engage with the thoughts that come out of my head and into this microphone as well as listening to conversations that I'm privileged to have with other amazing people who are doing great work in the world. I would really appreciate you sharing this episode or other episodes of Let Go Lean In podcast with people who you think would benefit from the information that is being shared here. Also, it's always a great help to others by liking and subscribing to the podcast so that the SEO goes up and Apple Podcast and where you listen to podcasts will show the podcast as interesting and available. So please help us out to get the word out by liking and subscribing and coming back next week. Thanks for being here.